So the big question is this. If you're a real estate agent who hasn't been doing this in the same town for 40 years, who doesn't have a team of six people helping you, how are you gonna structure your business in a way that lets you scale up to the top of your market without working 24 seven or waiting years to build a reputation? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Jordan Boslego, and this is today's call. Hey everyone, it's Jordan. Um, hope you're having a great day. So I wanna talk um, today about a concept which, um, you know, for those of you who, who studied marketing, um, you're probably familiar with it because it's a very common concept in marketing, but it actually can be applied to all areas of business. It's very important. And that's uh, the concept of split testing. And, and that that's also frequently called uh, A-B testing. Um, and more broadly, it's, it's really a concept of just optimization. And um, it's really um, surprising to me um, how often uh, people will do one version of something and then stop there. So in other words, you know, they'll, they'll do something, um, you know, they'll write, they'll write a letter once or they'll make one ad or, you know, they'll try doing something one way and then either it won't work and they'll say, well, I tried that, it didn't work, or it'll kind of work to some extent and then they'll say, well, it's, it's kind of working, so, on, so I'm going to stop. And of course, um, when you do that, you are um, very often, you know, not achieving um, as good a result as you could be because because if you are achieving the best result, that means that you did it perfectly on the first try. And of course, as we know, um, that that isn't usually how um, how things work. So, you know, if you think about most products, right? Um, they didn't, you know, by the time that you are, you are consuming that product, it's been through a number of iterations. So, you know, they didn't just make one burger and call it the Big Mac and, and that was it, right? There, there was probably a lot of testing, um, you know, that, 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 uh, that took place to determine, you know, what is the most perfect, craveable, um, hamburger that we can mass produce that that people are going to love and that was refined of course over a period of of years and and also similarly you know when you see an ad um you know it's been through focus groups it's been reworked it's been rewritten it's been tested and then you're seeing you're seeing the final result and of course even experts um have to do testing so you know you can have the best ad agency, you know, the most famous, successful ad agency, and even they are still going to test everything that they're doing, um, because thing, you know, the way that people react to messages is unpredictable, and so what an expert thinks is going to be the best, um, often is not the best, uh, in, 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 in the, in practice, and so, Testing is critical. Um, the other thing is testing can substitute for expertise in the sense that if you're testing things, you don't need to rely on coming up with the best solution day one. You can just keep trying different 
uh, possible solutions and let let the world, let the market tell you what's the best solution. So I, I really, theoretically, don't really need to know anything. Um, I just need to s start with different permutations and, and even randomly I could arrive ultimately at the best, uh, at, a, at a very good outcome. And so let me make this concrete in a few ways um, for, for um, the real estate business. I mean, first of all, talking about ads, you know, there are people, um, you know, if you send, um, you know, if you send letters, uh, so if you have a letter that you send to people, um, you know, there are a lot of uh, agents that send letters uh, either to, um, you know, certain segments of a list or they send periodically to a certain neighborhood, you know, saying that, let's say that you have buyers looking for houses in this neighborhood and you'd love to talk to them about, about listings or prospecting for sellers. Um, you know, that's definitely an area where um, you don't just write one letter and use that for the next 10 years. I mean, you should be, you should be um, split testing this. You should have at least, um, let's say, three different letters, um, which take, you know, different approaches. Um, one, you know, could be, let's say, we could call it the standard approach, right? And this is called, you know, typically the kind of baseline is, is called the control in these tests. So there's the control and then there's the, there's the test or the tests. So the control is kind of, well, what would we start with? And that's, the, that's maybe the first letter that you write or it's the letter that you've been using where you say, hi, you know, this is so-and-so, um, I'm a realtor with XYZ agency, I have a number of buyers uh, looking, you know, for homes in this market, um, you know, um, I'm the top agent in your area and I would love to talk to you if you're potentially interested in your home, please give me a call at this number, okay? And that's your first letter. And then um, you're going to come up with one or two other approaches. Um, and, um, and, and so you're going to be kind of varying um, one or more elements. You know, so maybe in one case you're talking about how you've got buyers, you know, who are looking to buy in that neighborhood. Okay, and let's say the second approach is around, um, it's more around your past sales history either in that neighborhood or in the building where you're saying, hey, you know, this is so-and-so and I just wanted to, you know, reach out to you about possibly selling your home. Um, here are the sales that I've done um, that are, you know, very comparable and, and, that, and that's why you should get in touch with me because I'm very experienced in selling this neighborhood. And then maybe, um, you know, the third angle is more around the market where you're talking about um, how, you know, what's happening in rates, or what's happening in the local economy, or what have you, with some other angle, why you know people might want to consider uh, listing their home. So you've got three different angles, and you're going to send each of those angles to you know a sufficiently large sample of people, and you're going to see um, what the response is like to each of those. And then if they're different, um, you know, so if one performs you know um, uh, significantly better than the others. Um, then that's the one that you're going to want to go with going forward. And, of course, there are many other things that you can experiment with um, as a, uh, in addition to the actual uh, content. So you can experiment with the tone, you know, whether it's more formal or less formal. You can experiment with even the font, the font size, the type of paper, the envelope. You know, is it hand-addressed versus printed? You know, what is the, what is the, does it, you know, and some, some of the things you may say, see that, Hey, you know what? It didn't make a difference, and so um, and so I don't need to pay to have them, you know, handwritten. And others, you may say that it's very different, and and so you know, and, and it should be, you know, as you can as you can imagine, if if, if one letter gets a one percent response rate, 
another one gets a 2% response rate. I mean, that is, that's double, right? So that's, um, that's going to be worth, you know, thousands of dollars to you um, over, you know, let's say over a year's time or, or whatever um, in terms of, you know, how many of those people actually uh, convert. So that's why, you know, a lot of times marketing, um, you know, improving your marketing is not necessarily around spending more money. It's that your marketing is not optimized at all. And there's a lot of potential to get much more return out of the same advertising spend uh, by testing that. And, you know, and then, of course, the other thing is that things change over time. And so you want to see, well, hey, you know, I did a split test on this letter, you know, five years ago. Let's just experiment one more time, try it again, and make sure that that's still what's working best. So this is a continuous and kind of continuous process and continuous improvement. But, it, but you know, if you can, you can um, I, I guarantee you, you know, most people are not doing this. And so um, you're already, you know, quite a bit ahead of the game if you can, you know, just do some basic tests on your marketing and, and try to get yourself, get yourself a, a better result. Now, let me give you an example of this, um, which is not uh, per se about marketing, because I want to, you know, sh well, it is marketing related, but it's not ads, because um, I want to show you that this is this is the type of kind of concept, this continuous optimization concept and testing concept um, that that you should be applying in all areas of your business. So another area is um, is the way that you describe a property, um, and the way that you you know, do you put your listing descriptions, which of course are being read by hundreds or, or thousands of people who are browsing the MLS and, and are a major factor. Obviously, the description is not going to sell the house, right? Because they're going to come and see what the house is. But the description is going to be um, a factor which influences um, whether people decide to, um, you know, make an appointment to come see that listing. And it's also going to influence perceptions about uh, price and values. There was an interesting academic study done where, um, you know, these, these academics analyzed, you know, I don't know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of listing descriptions. And, um, and then they, they looked at the sales price of those homes. And they were basically able to find that agents were kind of using a code to communicate in the way that they described the, the properties. So certain... Um, Certain words were associated and phrases were associated with uh, lower selling price versus asking, you know, as a percentage of asking. So, so for example, um, I think one of the worst phrases um, was well maintained or, you know, lovingly cared for or something. And it, it was basically a code word for the place is old, it's dated, and you know, and and I think the other thing was, um, you know, these these kind of non-specific, these more generic phrases were much worse than very specific keywords like granite or new kitchen or things like that. Because I guess the idea was when there were when there are like specific good features, people will call those out. And when when there's really nothing good to say about the house, uh, you have to kind of resort to these. Um, you know, nice neighborhood, kind of these phrases that are just kind of empty uh, because you don't, you know, there's nothing really specific that you can point to. Those kind of interesting, um, you know, just kind of psychologically, but it also just shows how um, how important these descriptions are. And so you may be writing your descriptions in one way, um, 
and of course, you know, we can see if we if we browse the MLS, we can see that there are many different ways of writing our, you know, this, this listing descriptions. You know, some of them are super salesy. You know, once in a lifetime opportunity. Don't miss this. It's going to go fast. Others are kind of more understated. You know, some of them have every word is caps. You know, every word is capitalized. The first letter is capitalized. Some of them are, you know, some of them have typos. Some of them don't. I mean, all of these things, you know, are things that you should be testing. You should be testing because, you know, what is most appealing to you personally isn't necessarily going to be the most effective in getting people interested in the listing. So I think you should come in with with kind of a very um, open mind about, let me try, you know, let me try writing things in different ways um, and see, you know, what what's getting me um, the best responses. Because, you know, again, it's, it's free to experiment. Um, and, of course, the best way to do this is to do it with, you know, similar listings that, you know, if you have two similar listings, try writing these descriptions differently and, and see, you know, whether there's, there's any perceptible difference in the results. Because, again, it's a, it's a free experiment that basically, you know, may help you optimize um, the way that you do things uh, going forward. So the point here, takeaway is, look, don't just do something once. You should never be doing something once because, look, if it doesn't work, that doesn't mean that that whole approach isn't going to work. It may just mean that the way that you did it the first time doesn't work. If it does work, um, that suggests that if you test and optimize, that you could get it to work even better. And, and, and you know, as you know, that can translate into a lot of money for you um, if it improves the response rate from your ads or if it improves, you know, the, the amount of activity level that you're going to get um, and from a listing. And so what I would say is always be testing and keep an open mind because this isn't about you know, what looks the best to you. Who cares, right? What it, All we care about is what's going what's gonna to generate um, the best results. So, uh, so that's what I've got for today. I will uh, catch you all in the next episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to keep getting this, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Or if you're listening online, go to realautomagic.com slash podcast and join the email list so you get notified every time we publish a new episode. 